0: everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Just Listen. I am Anna Marie Darnell, LMFT and school psychologist. Today I want to talk about grief and how it impacts us. And I specifically want to talk about three different parts of grief. The first is losing someone that's passed away. The second is losing a friendship or a relationship that has ended. And the third is potentially looking back and feeling like you lost a person you once were and how that impacts you so when we talk about the first one losing someone that's passed away and how it impacts you it sounds very cliche when I say this but grief is really a process and I always tell people that you need to feel the grief however you feel it and you need to be let it be whatever process you need to let it be And I don't think a lot of people really realize that or think it's true because it sounds very cliche, which makes total sense. I don't even think I realized that until I lost somebody close to me and realized how grief could affect me and impact me pretty long term. So I think the important thing, again, is going back to what you feel and how you feel and allowing it to be whatever you need it to be during that time, however long it is. You know, in the past, a widow or a widower could grieve for a year and then would have to get over it, right? They would wear black for a year and then you should be fine. Uh, But that's not always the case. You know, grief can last forever. Grief can be with you forever. Sometimes it can be less. Sometimes it can be more. It just really depends on you, um, your relationship with that person, what that person meant to you, and just your process, and I don't think a lot of people, again, realize that and they just think it should be a certain time frame, or that maybe you should fill only certain fillings. And again, that's not always the case. You know, there's the five stages, of course, but you don't always go through those stages as they're claimed or as they're stated. Sometimes you jump around. Sometimes you're filling them all at one time. And it really just depends on what is your process and what you're going through. You know, with grief can come other emotions or other parts of it that could be impacting you. With grief could come depression or anxiety, and that could be, you know, very impactful and it could be, take the, make the process longer. Again, it's just whatever you need it to be and be okay with that and allow yourself to sit with those feelings. I think some people just want to push grief aside and say, I'm okay. I got this. I can do this. Filling those feelings is okay. Filling those feelings is needed. It's, it's part of your process. And they hurt. Yes, they hurt so bad. I feel like to some degree grief is one of the worst pains emotionally because it's so many different parts rolling all into one. But if you don't allow yourself to fill them, later on they potentially can come back worse because you're just pushing through. And not allowing yourself to sit with them, not allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. So, that is the first part of grief that I wanted to talk about. A second one is losing a friendship or a relationship and how it impacts you and the grief you could feel tied to that. And it could be a multitude of, of ways, you know, even if you talk about ending the relationship or know why you ended the relationship. You're still grieving losing this person as a part of your life and the impact they had on your life and, you know, the times you guys had together. That's still grief. It still is a process you need to go through and be okay with. And they could be crying involved or whatever you need it to be again. And I, I think I remember when I was younger, again, timeframes being put on ending a relationship. Oh, you have this long to get over it. I don't understand why that's okay. Why we try to push people to work past it instead of allowing them to be what it needs it to be. You know, so if you lose somebody because you decide to end a relationship, you know, you're losing on, you know, this companionship you've had and what that meant to you. That's hard. If you're losing a friendship out of nowhere and you don't know why and it's just gone, that's hard as well. You know, that one could be even harder. Both of them, you could be questioning why it ended, what happened, what could I have done differently. And even if you had a discussion, you could still question it. So again, you you need it to be a process and it doesn't need to be rushed or, you know, just like glossed over. It's something that you need to be able to work through and be okay with and be okay with what it is. Not doing the what ifs. Um, If possible, because those are never positive for you, or for anybody to do. But I know that they can come up in regards to grief as well. Um, Even if it's because you lost somebody, there's what ifs tied to that. Um, Like what if they were still alive and this was different? And especially if it's a relationship that ended, um, a friendship or significant other. You know, there's a lot of what ifs tied to that. Of course, like again, what if I could done something different? What if it was because of me, which sometimes is the case, and that just isn't good for you. That doesn't mean that you don't need to allow yourself to grieve, that you lost a significant person in your life, and that, you know, maybe for a while that you'll feel like there's a hole there, and that's okay, because you will be okay. It will take you some time, It's okay to grieve losing that relationship and losing that friendship. The last one I want to talk about, which I think I've been thinking about a lot this last week, is a grief of who you used to be. You know, we all grow and change as people. And usually it's for the good, and that's great. But that doesn't mean we look back and think like, oh, but I liked this part of me when I was at this point in my life. And sometimes you need to just say... You know, that was who I was then and let it be what it is for then and accept yourself for who you are now. And I think if we get stuck on why can't I do this or why can't I be like this, then that makes it hard for you to accept yourself. Another thing, part of grieving your past or a past version of yourself is the what ifs tied to what if you wanted something to be different, you know, then you start grieving that you didn't do that or that this didn't occur. think that happens a lot when you make mistakes or when things come up that you know have created difficult challenges in your life and maybe you thought you could have navigated them differently and then you start questioning it even as you get older if i'd done this it would have been a lot better but in doing that you're just creating more you know negativity for yourself so you know if you allow yourself to grieve who you used to be whatever that is or was you allow yourself a way to move on you know if you look at this person that you thought was better in certain ways but then remind yourself of who you are now and be present in who you are now and your achievements or what you're doing or where you're going in life or even your faults you know just being present with now and here instead of saying why couldn't I do that it will create such a better aspect of your life. You know, the constant like looking back instead of forward or presently is pretty impactful, right? You just keep wanting to know why can't I do this or why can't I be like the person I was for whatever reason? And it just creates a negative view of yourself. Speaking from my own experience because I have been doing that lately. Um, So, you know, take a look at that person. Say goodbye. Tell them Thank you for what you did. You have helped create the person I am now. And I am proud of the person I am now. Say goodbye to that person and move forward. And accept yourself and love yourself for where you are now. I think that's a good step in regards to grieving your past self. Or grieving a part of yourself that you wish you could be again. Or where you could be in life again. You know, some of us wish we could be in college again. Or in high school. Or a different time. And that's not always beneficial for us. It's not. It's not healthy. So those are the three different stages of grief or aspects of grief I want to talk about. Not so much stages. And just how they impact us. But I want to just make it known and make it the last thing I talk about before I add my quote. Is your grief process is your grief process for whichever three of these that we talked about. Or whatever grief you're feeling it is your process and let it be what you need it to be. And allow yourself to feel those feelings, journal them, write about the person, write to the person, whatever you need it to be, let it be what it is. So for my quote, I am going to read Elizabeth Gilbert from her book, You Pray, Love. And it says, deep grief sometimes is almost like a specific location coordinate on a map of time, when you are standing in that forest of sorrow, you cannot imagine that you could ever find your way to a better place. But if someone can assure you that they themselves have stood in that same place and now have moved on, sometimes that will bring hope. I think that's important. Remember that you're not alone in this. Other people have felt this, have felt grief, not to the same level as you may be, not to what you're feeling, but other people have felt it and other people you know are there for you so I'm going to say thank you for listening as always if this is just for information and if you feel that you need any more support please reach out to local therapists or any resources in your area and I will talk to you guys next week